this is Chris Weir. Thank you for joining. Hi, Chris. Gene Moore. Yes. The Chris Weir Effect joined the journey here today. Today we are talking about uh, which 80 hours per week you want to work. We talked about choosing a career in sales and why would anybody want to do that? Uh, what it means to create limitless income. And today we're going to dispel the myth that you can work whenever you want to work in your own business because really the truth is you're working all the time when you're not asleep. So I thought it was a misprint when I read your 80 hours. I thought maybe you just, just mistyped that. But you didn't mean 40 hours. You actually meant 80 hours? Well, right. People think when you start your own business then you can just work whenever you'd like. And certainly there's the truth to that. I know when I started this business, you know, I traveled a bit because my kids weren't born. And then when my kids were born, then I stopped doing my business travel because I wanted to be home with them. So I did have the freedom of being my own boss in my own business. But it doesn't mean that I wasn't still working 80 hours a week. Right. right? It's just if I want to go on a field trip with the kids' second grade class, then I'm adjusting my hours. So... Certainly being your own boss creates the freedom that you hope it will. But it doesn't mean that you're only working from 9 to 5 or for some people who think the boss doesn't have to work. I've often had people tell me that. Why aren't you playing golf on Friday? You're the boss. <laughs> right. There's a certain perception that you have a, a little more freedom than maybe you, you really do, especially at first. Oh, gosh, at first? At, at, yeah, at, at first, uh, I mean, you're not even sleeping from the stress of, of making every decision and every decision correctly. But I think for, a, for an insurance agent breaking into the sales industry, um, they're not managing people, uh, certainly uh, in the first few years. They, hopefully they build it into a brokerage, uh, an agency, then a brokerage after that, and, and then you are hiring and managing people and that brings all sorts of, of different stress. But for the sake of where we are, we're really talking about an individual agent that's busy learning how to sell, <clears throat> learning the products, learning the techniques and, and ancillary products, and then taking a test every year to make sure they're you know, prepared. So there's so much that goes into it, and we haven't even started talking about marketing yet. So the concept of owning your own business because you can work your own hours is absolutely correct. The hours are just not from 9 to 5. Right. Did you have a struggle keeping yourself engaged? Great question, Gene. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, great. Yeah, that is a great question and and I think a lot of people struggle with the same thing I did. I was working all the time because I certainly felt like I needed to, but then I would feel guilty that I wasn't spending more time with my wife or with my kids. And so when I was at work, I felt guilty that I wasn't spending more time at home. But then ironically, when I was at home, I would feel like I should be working. And so <clears throat> that's sort of called compartmentalizing your time. And I've, I've known a few people in my life who are excellent at it. When they go to the gym to get their workout, that's all they're thinking about. And when they're done with that hour and they're 
at home with their kids, their cell phones off, they're compartmentalized in that moment, they're spending their time with their kids and they're not thinking, well, gee, I've got this uh, proposal I need to fill out, I've got this prospect that, that needs information. No, they're engaged with their kids. They're spending time in that moment I had a hard time compartmentalizing. No matter where I was, I always felt like I should be in the other place. And until I kind of learned that concept, it was it was very difficult for me because I was unhappy whether I was at work or at home. How did you learn that? Well, I think just understanding it. I, you know, I, I, I'm always uh, reading and learning. I, I must have got it out of a book or, or maybe um, maybe a coach. It was Maybe it was something that maybe my father gave me because I learned a lot from him. But the concept of being able to be in the moment when you're at home or being in the moment when you're at work enables you to give more of your energy to work and more of your energy to home. There's got to be some sort of tip or trick or something that you'd use to get you back on track because that, that's a problem for everybody, whether they're self-employed or not. But yeah. There's got to be something you do that, that helps put your mind, get it, get it back because it's going to wander. So how do you get it back? How do you stay focused on what's important at that moment? It's, it's wrapping up your day at work, whatever that means. Cleaning up your desk, uh, making a to-do list at the end of the day so when you come in in the morning, you're not going to forget what you, what you left behind. If you close your day at work with a sort of all the things I still need to do tomorrow, um, you, you can leave and feel like, all right, when I come back tomorrow, I'm going to know. I'm assuming you're going to work. Again, having this knowledge that you're doing and be awareness. And, and then when you leave the office, if you close your day properly, the drive home, you can, you can reset. For me, if I'm listening to talk radio or if I'm listening to, you know, listening to music, it just there's a 20-minute drive where I can disassociate from work and be ready to be at home. But the challenge is, you know, a lot of people are working from home, so they don't, they don't have that. So then you have a different situation. I've just been going, getting in my car and driving around the block a couple of times. Because <laughs> you work from home. You work from home three days a week? Two. Two days a week you work from home. And so, yeah, so 80 hours or... Right, right. I know with, co with the COVID situation, people working from home and your laptop's right there. Are you able to disconnect? I, I think so. Yeah. I, I don't know if they'd give me the same answer, but, but I think so. Uh, yeah, working from home has challenges. I, I find myself floating back and forth in between going to do something with the kids. And, you know, we're, with the pandemic as well and having kids at school, kids at home doing school, you're going to be distracted. Yeah. So it's just it's an interesting concept that I can go work straight for an hour and then get distracted by something and go handle that family matter for 10 or 15 minutes or 20 minutes and then I'm right back at it doing something else entirely for work. And the work day does actually start earlier than it used to, although there's no commute, which is great. It starts earlier than it used to and tends to bleed over into the night. So, right. So if there's still something left to do at 5.30, I'm going to the kids are there, and they're ready for me to hang out, and they're ready for me to play, or we're ready for dinner. So I, I just go directly into that for a while. And then when the kids go to bed, 
Oh, yeah, I'm right back. To compartmentalize, at least you, you feel like you are. I feel like that. Not just, it's not another stress point. So when it's dinner time, you're disengaged from work. You're emotionally attached to what needs to be going on, homework and otherwise. I, I actually um, had to ask my children, because they often said, well, Dad, you're not listening to me. And so I, I asked them if they would always start communicating with me by talking to me and using a proper noun to get my attention. Because oftentimes I found that my children would just talk into the air under the assumption that while I was unpacking groceries or thinking about what we were going to have for dinner and what homework did they have to do and what time was I going to get these kids to bed, they would just start talking into the air and think that I knew they were talking to me. So I did. I coached them and I asked them to please start with a proper noun and say, hey, dad. And if they, if they needed me to do homework or something like, hey, dad, I could use your help right now. And I would immediately switch over, reset, stop whatever I was doing and go over and be able to engage with them. So it was a trick that, you know, that, that I used. And it, coaching my children how to communicate with me by not just talking into the air. Liz and I are both working from home, some, and the family dynamic is the, the kids will uh, come into your office and, and need something. They need you for some reason. Right. Well, Gene, this podcast is not for you to tell us about your troubles, so I don't know what you're talking about. So <laughs> let's reset here. This could play into working from home and having family life and compartmentalizing. So when I, I guess I am doing a great job of compartmentalizing because when the kids come into my office right. and they're not bleeding, I have a standard answer, which is get out. <laughs> is that, and what happened was... Now you're teasing because that's and, callous. That's very callous. I'm mostly joking. Okay. But I, I knew that there was a struggle. Uh, Liz is in her office working, and so... After we'd get done with the workday, we'd be kind of wrapping up how things went, and she would just say, well, the kids are in my office all day long, and I can hardly get anything done. Oh, really? And I said, well, I'm not having that problem. And I, I finally realized it's because... You go see your mother? Because <laughs> go ask I your told mother. the children to get out of my office. Were you ever resentful that you had to work or felt like you had to work the eight hours a week? Was there ever a time where you questioned... Is this worth it? Uh, well, well, no. I, I really, I really didn't. I mean, the, at at some times I was a a little resentful. You know, it would have been nice to just spend all of my time with my kids when they were when they were young, but who gets to do that? I mean, you you do you you work. I mean, so um, I was a little resentful of my wife who had all of her time with with the kids. But there wasn't a way to reverse that. I always thought, boy, by the time you retire or you have the opportunity to theoretically work a little bit less, well, then your kids are gone. They're not very interested in what, you, <laughs> what you're doing. So I was a little resentful, but not, not for working more than, more than 40 hours, not because I had, had started my own business. or No, I never regretted, I never regretted that. In the first seven years I really didn't make any money so I had some people question my intelligence <laughs> you know because it was a long road uh, you know to get past a certain past a certain point and uh, it really took uh, at about year seven when one of our primary competitors uh, folded uh, went out of business and all of their customers came over and and our 
plan, our policy, my, my plan was always to keep every customer that ever came through the door. Uh, back then we didn't spend any money on advertising or marketing. We spent all our money on making sure every customer that came through got exactly what they wanted or were expecting. And if they didn't, we put money back in to make sure that we needed to do more marketing to meet, to meet their numbers. So uh, we spent more time focused on retaining our customers than trying to find new ones. But yeah, those first seven years, sure, we probably had some... <laughs> <laughs> Probably had some uh, questioning, questioning moments, but but you know, doing your own thing, starting your own business, going through those uh, growing pains, those challenges, doing things wrong, um, it's just all it's all part of it. There, when you can see your destination, you can see where you want to go. And you have all these challenges and bumps in the road, you just kind of step over them and keep going in the same direction. You know, they, they, if you don't let them knock you off course and go maybe get a different job or change, change, the over, change your direction altogether, taking a different job, you just fight through it. Say, this is hard, but looking at tomorrow, running your own business, building your own thing, uh, it's... It's, it's worth it. You just have to get through the first one, two, you know, three years to get where you, you know, start covering your nut and then building it from there. But it's 29 years now and um, I'm still working all the time, but it's, it's more, out of, more out of desire than ever before. I mean, I just like, I like what I'm doing. I didn't know it wasn't always the case. I liked that I was building something, but I didn't always like what I was doing every single day. But I still look forward to Mondays more than I look forward to Fridays, even though I'm still working 80 hours a week. So the 80 right. hours really flies when you're having fun. It does, but I, I do. I do. I think for for you know the the point here for people listening to this podcast is when you're starting your own thing, it, it doesn't mean that you don't have freedom, you do have freedom, but it's the freedom to work whatever 80 hours a week you want. You don't have to miss kids' events or field trips or field day or, you know, that, that long weekend with your, with your spouse. It's just the offset is that if you're taking that long week, you're going to have to make up that time somewhere else. Oh, you do work whenever you want to work, but it's just whenever you're not asleep. It's not all bad. It's pretty good. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining the journey today. As you head down the journey, remember, if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Thank you.